that happens so much more often than not. Even people reaching out saying like, when's the next one? I've been watching this. I'm sick of watching and waiting. Like I want to jump in. When's the next opportunity? This is what happens. This is the compounding action over the years. So as like that first one, I started, I didn't give up. The second one, I've taken that consistent action over years. It hasn't been like a sporadic one time off thing, two time off thing. I didn't get the results I wanted. I scrapped it. I've been dedicated to this and consistent with this. I've been, you know, I have had to cancel retreats from not having enough signups. I've been through every part of the process here. Welcome to the wealthy and well woman, a podcast that celebrates choosing a life of overflow. If you're looking to grow your business, live on purpose, and feel your best while doing it, then you've come to the right place. I'm your host, Kat Sanuski, the business coach for wellness leaders and visionary female entrepreneurs, founder of Be Well Events and international yoga teacher and trainer. My goal in this podcast is to help you curate your life by design and claim your dream business by giving you actionable tips and trainings that help you get out of your own way, step into your power and monetize your magic. I'll be bringing you a thought training or interview from experts that will help you break through your fears, take action and grow into those massive visions that you can't stop thinking about. I am so happy you're here. Now let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Wealthy and Well Woman podcast. I'm so happy to have you here today. I'm so happy to be back today. And um, I just, at the time of this recording, have gotten back from leading an amazing seven-day yoga and wellness retreat in the Sacred Valley of Peru. And retreats are always very powerful for me. Now, these days, when I'm leading retreats, I have this euphoric feeling of appreciation and gratitude that I get to do this for work. And not only is this just like a small part of my work, but I get paid abundantly to do this and I would do it even if I got paid nothing. And honestly, many times I have led led retreats and gotten paid nothing. So (laughs) that hasn't been abnormal in my journey. And I've really built to a place that just keeps getting better and better and better. And so each retreat I lead, every time I'm on retreat, I just have this feeling wash over me. And I, I can vividly share this because it literally just happened when I was in Peru. And I'm teaching in this gorgeous mountaintop shala with the Andes Mountains in the background. And, you know almost a full 360 degree of glass windows looking out to a full retreat that I sold out in a record amount of time. Everything just kind of fell into place so beautifully. And after some really challenging, like the most challenging parts of retreat planning and in my business that I had at the end of last year ever happening. So that feeling um, really sparked this episode as well as whenever I'm on retreats and people are watching and like, oh my God, that looks so amazing. I get a lot of either I need to be like a lot of FOMO of either I need to be on the next one, of course, because they're absolutely incredible or, oh my God, I want, let's collab. I want to do a retreat too. And I think a lot of people that just want to do retreats, they want to find somebody else who's very experienced and just collab with them. But the truth is I can't collab with everyone on retreats, obviously, because as much as I would love to, it's just not possible. 
um, for my business and I can't run that many retreats, but that is why I have an entire course called elevated events that walks you through my entire system and basically gives you my whole brain on all of my retreat and event experience for both retreats and any types of events from pop-up events to even larger festivals and summits. So definitely go get that. It's do it at your own time, do it at your own pace. You can go binge it and get all of the info and, and templates and everything like that immediately, or you can work it over time based on um, exactly what you're working on. So it's really beautiful and you can buy that anytime. I will put the link to that in the show notes so you have it. But anyways, back to the point of this episode, I really want to share some key things that I believe allowed me to get to this place where I am feeling like high on life, leading retreats, a sold out retreat, making abundant money in my wellness business, and really coming to this place that I once was dreaming of when I was in corporate, like really not that long ago. It's just crazy that it's only been five years since I've been out of corporate. (laughs) So you know, six, seven years ago in the grand scheme of life is a drop in the bucket. And uh, it was really that soon ago that I was had this big, wild dream that I didn't know if could ever be a reality. I remember when I quit my corporate job thinking, you know, is there any way I can make any money? Like, I think my initial goal was literally like maybe 2000 a month in my business to be able to just like pay basic bills, live super cheap and do what I love. So (laughs) that's grown a lot over the years. And I just really think it's so important to come back to this place of not only gratitude, but also share some of the things that I really believed helped me get here. So if you're earlier on that journey, or if you've been working towards that journey for a little while and, and you're feeling like it's not happening soon enough for you or anything like that, I have another episode coming if you're in the camp of things aren't happening quick enough. I have a really amazing episode that's actually going to come next week and uh, shed some light on some of the wild personal life things that have been happening in the last couple of months this year as well. So stay tuned for that. But I want to share a couple of things. If you are really dreaming about leading international retreats, creating space, like having these really incredible experiences as part of your business and doing them really well, and also just growing a profitable wellness or coaching business, this episode's for you because it really carries over both on the retreat sector, but also as I step back and look at anything that I've built to this this far and anything that I'm building towards, I know that these are some of the key things that have helped me get to where I am now and will help me continue to get to you know, where I wanna go next. So. The first thing is really that I I just started and I didn't give up. So many times people have these big dreams, these wild visions, and they jump in so strong. And then if it doesn't happen very quickly or overnight or in a short amount of time, they just give up and decide, okay, well, maybe this isn't right for me. And I was thinking of this on the retreat too, is all of the retreats that I've led that have 
very few people, you know, that I was really stressed about, that I wasn't feeling like I was able to get enough people to sign up. So I went through those times and I didn't give up. If I had said, okay, I guess retreats aren't for me. I dealt with some hardships. It was, you know, the marketing felt difficult. I didn't have as many people join as I wanted to. You know, I didn't sell out my first retreat. I guess retreats aren't for me. Then I would never make it to the point where I'm in Peru on a sold out retreat literally in feelings of euphoria that I'm so grateful to be able to do this work and to be in this place. And we don't get to those places unless we go through the times that are not as like people flooding in. A lot of this is built up because people have seen me do this now for years. They've seen me taking action. They've seen me leading these incredible experiences. They've seen people on these experiences loving their experience and coming back for second and third and fourth retreats. So I've built up this credibility and I'm speaking specifically about retreats right now because this is what sparked it, but it's same for my business coaching, same for my yoga classes, same for my outdoor yoga, you know, anything, same for my events, anything that I've been doing and that I've built up, people continuously see that you build up the brand recognition, you build up, you know, there's the marketing thing that says the marketing saying that says, you know, people need to see something like have a good experience with your brand like 12 times before they buy anything. So these are all of those experiences. When we use social media, when we're sharing, when people are talking about it, all of those things are compounding. All of that good, all of that momentum compounds over time. And a lot of times we're so focused in narrowly on a couple months or even a year or even two years, which is honestly such a small time frame in the grand scheme of our life. Like, yeah, we want to go fiercely for our dreams. And yeah, some, sometimes, you know, little tweaks and little switches change the game and create massive results. And that's so exciting. But what's even more sexy than that is this sustainable growth over time, because that's truly what leads to the biggest growth. It's that consistency. It's us staying dedicated. It's us continuously talking about it again and again, showing up for it, staying excited for it, all of those things over time, which compounds and builds. And now when I, you know, launched this last retreat, it was like a week and a half that I had 11 people sign up. And that was a mix of, you know, my mom and my stepdad came, which was so amazing because they've been wanting to come on a retreat with me for years now and they haven't pulled the trigger. And my mom's actually never traveled out of the country. So it was so exciting to see her overcome this kind of fear of, getting outside of her comfort zone and traveling somewhere new. And it it totally broke her open. I could see it unfolding as we were in Peru of that, you know, that travel bug biting her and being like, wow, there's so much more out there. So seeing that growth and expansion in real time in someone as close to me as my mom and then all of the other beautiful attendees that were on the retreat was just amazing. So, and in same goes for her. She's seen me talk about it. She's seen me show up for it. She's seen me lead retreats again and again and again and again over the years. And then there was one that was like, okay, I'm excited. This is for me. Let's jump on. That happens so much more often than not. Even people reaching out saying like, when's the next one? I've been watching this. I'm sick of watching and waiting. Like I want to jump in when's the next opportunity? This is what happens. This is the compounding action over the years. So as like that first one, I started, I didn't give up. The second one, I've taken that consistent action over 
years. It hasn't been like a sporadic one time off thing, two time off thing. I didn't get the results I wanted. I scrapped it. I've been dedicated to this and consistent with this. I've been, you know, I have had to cancel retreats from not having enough signups. I've been through every part of the process here with retreats and every other aspect of, of my business with events, with coaching. I've had plenty of failed you know, events, retreats, launches, and I keep going, I keep showing up, I keep tweaking. And that's another point that I have is that I use failure as fuel. I don't use failure as, I guess it's not right for me, let's throw in the towel, never mind, I'm not getting the results I wanted, obviously something's not working here, never mind. I use that as fuel to say, okay, let's look at this again. Let's try again. Let's tweak something. Let's do it slightly different. How could this be better? How could this be more aligned? How could I speak more to my people in this way and speak to the right people that, that need this experience and that want to be this and are going to freaking love this. Um, the, that was three. The fourth thing that I've done is continuously invested in trainings, mentors, etc., etc., to help me grow and sharpen my skills as a teacher and as a mentor. So I started this journey as a yoga teacher and I freaking love teaching yoga. It's never going to be something that I give up. And over and over again, I hear people say like, not to toot my own horn, but you are freaking amazing at teaching yoga. I love your classes. You have such an amazing flow. Like I'm a great yoga uh, teacher. And I've said this before. It's like, you don't have to be one thing. And that's why recently I've split off my Instagrams as well to have more of my personal behind the scenes, which was my original yoga account where I'm going to share more wellness, lifestyle, you know, stuff behind the scenes, yoga, things like that. And then I have my business account for people that want the dialed in business coaching for wellness entrepreneurs and soul-led coaches that are like, I want to get further in my business and relate to how I've grown my business and want more tips on that. And I'm going to share exclusively there. And then I have, of course, my Be Well Events page, which is really my all of my events, my retreats and everything there. So people can really plug into these specific outlets and they're all a huge part of me. I'm actually amazing at all of them. I'm amazing at holding space. Like again, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot, you know, we got to do it. Um, I'm amazing at holding space. I'm amazing at visioning these experiences, at teaching yoga and at mentoring others to create their coaching and wellness businesses to reach six plus figures in their unique way with their unique vibe. So I have invested in all of these things. Like when I started as a yoga instructor, back to what I was first saying here, I have taken a ton of trainings, like seven trainings. I think I was taking training after like one training after the next. And I love it. Like I haven't taken any yoga, like specific trainings in a little while. Um, cause I got heavy into more of the, the coaching world, but I have invested heavily in my skill set. I'm trained in almost every type of yoga you can imagine. And, you know, I definitely have my unique flair and I've tied everything in together and I've taken little pieces from all these different trainings that I love. And that's what makes me such a great yoga instructor, I truly believe. And also because I'm just obsessed with it and I love it and I love to teach it and I love to learn about it. And I've loved to practice it. You know, it's all the things I go to classes, I pick up little things there. So I am fully invested in my skills and I have spent a lot of money in my skills, a lot of time, a lot of attention in those skills to build them up, to get to that point. When I first started teaching yoga, I was not a really amazing, just natural show up and everything flowed perfectly. I was anxious. I was scared of public speaking. I was, you know, 
like watching tons of things and to try to create my flows. And now I can like so seamlessly put them together. Like even on the retreat, people are like, oh, you're working. It's a lot. And I'm like, it is, but it isn't because it's like second nature now. Like I've done this so many times that it's really easy for me to like intuitively and based on my years and years of education and personal practice and trial and error, it's easy for me to pull that. It's a lot easier for me to pull that together. And so that's like anything. And I have another episode that, um, how to, how it gets to be easy. It gets to be easy from us doing it, showing up, failing, finding new ways, taking new, new trainings, piecing all of the things together in our own unique and masterful way. Then it begins to be second nature and it begins to be easy. So if you want to dive more into that, I've got a whole episode on that, but anyways, any, anyways, I've continuously invested in both all of my yoga training. I've invested in going to events, experiencing all sorts of different events before creating my own. Um, So many mentors, so many masterminds and coaching programs and mentors and time, money, all of the things I've heavily invested to find my growth. And all of those things come together to allow me to really sharpen my skills as a teacher and mentor. And that's not something I'm like one and done. I went to one thing. I should know everything. I should be hitting all my goals by now. No, it's like an ever evolving thing. Just like I said, taking consistent action over years compounds is the same thing with like mentorship and coaching. It's not like, okay, I've spent all this money. I should just be hitting all my goals by now. And I'm never going to invest a single thing in my career or life ever again. It's like, no, it's, it's an effort. It's not like you're, you're stuck. And this is a little side tangent. This, this episode is not as organized as usual. I'm just kind of like, um, running off of things that are coming up for me that I want to get out to you guys and share with you guys today. But this has come up, um, where I've had people ask like, so what does that mean that with coaching specifically in business coaching that you're just never not going to be investing in a coach and you have to have a coach to be successful in your business. And I'm like, no, it's not that I have to. And it's not that anyone has to, like you can be successful. You can continue to grow towards your goals and all of those things. But once you see what mentorship and what coaching does to help you get further along and help you grow and expand, especially as a mentor myself, like as a mentor, I am teaching others for me to pour into myself and to continuously grow and expand also helps me be a better mentor. It helps me show up better and have continuous growth and evolution of my skill set and of everything for my clients as well, which also grows my business. So yes, like You don't have to do anything, but it's definitely going to help you continuously grow and get to that next step and continue, continue evolving. Um, and the last thing that I want, that I had, that I wanted to share specifically for this, that came up for me that felt impactful was I'm not afraid to ask for what I want or to start new things before I feel ready. So many times I see that people, you know, maybe they really want to lead retreats, but they just feel like they're not at the point that they can ask yet, or they're not ready, or, you know, they fear that they won't have anybody sign up or, you know, they just, so they just put it off or they look for kind of somebody else to do it for them or whatever. You have to declare what you want, show up for it and start before you feel 100% ready. I always say start before you feel ready. I mean, that's like 
anywhere you look, self-growth is probably going to tell you start before you feel ready. It's so important. But this is essential for retreats or for anything else is so much of this process is really just believing that you are worthy of it and that you can have it and that you can do it and that you can ask for it and then jumping in and actually starting and actually taking steps towards that. So I hope my ramblings today were helpful for you. Again, this just kind of all flooded through me on the Peru retreat and I was talking to some attendees also about this process of planning retreats and the journey you know, through the years with this and it just kind of sprung me back and and I really wanted to share this with you here. So I hope that you got some nuggets out of this. If you are really wanting to plan your own retreats, um, then definitely check out Elevated Events. I walk you through the entire process on your own time, um, give you all of the templates and everything like that to really make this process more seamless for you. And if you're really looking to buckle down on your wellness business or your solid coaching business and you want the support of a mentor in your corner, I am bringing on new one-on-one coaching clients to help solid coaches and wellpreneurs really create and execute their unique plan to get to six figures and beyond with freedom and alignment and working on your own time and not feeling like you're a slave to your corporate nine to five or to the business that you've created, but really creating that freedom in the alignment in the process. So that sense of ease with the commitment and the dedication. So if you're ready to really show up that for this and take consistent action over a long period of time, continue to grow, continue to evolve, and you're really wanting that high level support, my six month one-on-one coaching container is open for a couple very, very, very aligned wellpreneurs or soul-led coaches. So I'll leave the um, application link there. We can connect, see if it's a fit for you. Um, and go from there. As always, you can connect, you can find me and connect with me on Instagram at Kat Sanuski or my business page. I am Kat Sanuski and we can chat in the DMs there as well. I hope you have a beautiful day and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for spending this time with me on today's episode of the wealthy and well woman podcast. I am so grateful that you listened in. If you loved what you heard and you feel called to share, please go leave me a review on iTunes so I can make sure to keep all this good stuff coming your way. Also share this episode with someone you think would absolutely love it. And I will be so grateful. That's how we spread the wealthy and well woman mission together. If you aren't already following me on social media, come and join me by following at Kat Sanuski. I would love to connect with you there and I cannot wait to connect with you back here in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and shine as the wealthy and well woman you are.